Yeah, Friday! Welcome to the Ranting Ring Watcher Podcast. The future number one weight loss podcast in the world. I am your host, Donato Russo. I hope you enjoy the show today. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. the podcast app you're listening on allows you to rate the show please leave a four star or five star rating any rating is greatly appreciated this is episode 75 i got a good show planned let's get into this journey updates All right, 6.2 pound gain this week. For the month of January, we are now down three pounds. And total since January 12th, 2019, we are down 133.6 pounds. Pounds remaining to get to milestone 150 is 16.4. Pounds remaining to get to milestone 175 are 41.4. And the pounds remaining to get to milestone 200 is 66.4. I can't say I didn't earn this one. This one, this gain is on me. I had a craving for salty stuff this week. Crunchy, salty snacks. And uh, went after pretzels pretty hard uh, for a couple of days with my lunch. Where I normally, if I'm going to have pretzels with lunch, it usually happens on a Saturday Or a Sunday, I had it probably three or four days during the week. Well, actually three days, pretzels, and then I had one day popcorn. So I hit the salt pretty hard this week. And uh, so I definitely earned the 6.2, but we will switch it back on. We'll put the gears back in, in place and we'll get back to where we were in no time. I have complete confidence in that. So today I want to talk a little bit about a situation that we have all found ourselves in at some point in the journey. And typically, most of us would go through this in the beginning and then some of us, you know, mature throughout the entire process. And, you know, maybe it doesn't affect us as much as it did when we were in the beginning. When you guys make unhealthy choices, like how do you feel? Do you feel guilty after making them? Any shame? Does it cause you to go crazy and have chaos in your journey? Do you ever experience the feeling you get when it's like a a mentality? And I, I, I would say, I, if I could name it, I would say, I blew it. So screw it mentality. 
So you, you, you have this situation where you eat something you didn't plan to eat and this choice is an unhealthy choice. And the guilt and shame you feel from eating this, now, how much of it is un- irrelevant to me? It doesn't matter. All I'm saying is you made an unhealthy choice in a situation. How much of that unhealthy choice you made is irrelevant. But in that moment, you felt so guilty, you thought, or you felt so much shame and felt so down for what you did, you said, well, I blew it, so I might as well just go ahead and continue on. Screw everything, let's, let's just, we'll start another day. Now, some of us take it right to the end of the week. Okay, I'll start again on Monday. Some of us say, oh, you know what? Okay, we'll get back to work tomorrow. And some of us finish the meal and say, okay, next meal, we're getting right back on track. So which one are you? I'm, I'm assured that every single one of us has experienced all of these feelings. It's like you have the piece of cake that you didn't plan to have and you're like, well, uh, screw it. I, I, I had the cake, so I might as well have the cookies and the ice cream too. When if you just had the cake, it wouldn't have been as bad as you thought it was. That's the idea I'm trying to get at here. What's really fueling that, that thought process? It is the guilt and shame we feel for making the choice in the first place. Now, why does making a choice like this, an unhealthy choice, why do we feel guilt and shame at this moment? It's because of the delusion that I spoke about a number of weeks here. The delusion that you need to be perfect in order to succeed. And the minute you are imperfect you experience the guilt and shame of discovering you're not perfect or proving you're not perfect. Why must we continuously attach emotion to food? Food is just fuel. It is not happiness. It is not sadness. It is not anger. It's not comfort. It's not any of those things. And it doesn't fix any of those things either. Food is just gasoline for your body. And the overwhelming majority of us, if we were buying gas today for our cars, would just look for the cheapest possible fuel to put in the body or to put in the car. Well, as long as the car runs, that's all I care. In this case, the cheap fuel would be 
the processed foods and everything else, the junk food. And the, and the expensive fuel would be the stuff that's made of better choices. The least of processed food as possible. So we would, we would care less about our body. We would care, put as, just as much care into our body as we would the car in most cases. And we use these things and we feel these emotions. We get mad, we get sad, we get depressed, we get angry, we get joyful. We want to celebrate. And we think food needs to be incorporated in all of those things. Whether it's comfort from feeling depressed or sad, distraction from when you're feeling angry, and a reward for when you want to celebrate or you're feeling happy. It doesn't give you anything for any of those reasons. It doesn't fix your anger. It doesn't make your depression go away. It doesn't reward you for anything you've done. Food in our minds, has, have we, as we built it up, is just a lie. It's just a lie. It's full of empty promises. It promises comfort, doesn't deliver. It promises distraction, doesn't deliver. It promises joy with celebration, it doesn't deliver. We fool ourselves into thinking that the food will do that. And then after it all, we are left with the Realization that you received none of those things, or if you did receive them, it was as temporary as it took to eat the item. Now, if you're eating these items and you want distraction, you realize quickly that one item is not enough and you go to eat something else. And if you're doing these things to comfort yourself from the depression, you eat one, Let's say you have some cookies or a piece of cake and you feel comfort in the moment until you finish the cake. And immediately you don't feel the comfort anymore. Why? Because now you feel guilty and shame for having made the choice and realizing that it didn't deliver the, the comfort you expected anyway. So you have one of two choices. You either go right back for another slice of cake or something else. Because, oh, okay, if that didn't do it, let me choose something else. It doesn't do any of these things. In the end, it leaves us with the guilt and shame that we either try to cover up with more of the bad choices or it causes us to completely derail and think causes us to feel like we're a failure and everything else you could possibly feel that's negative toward the journey. How do we stop it all? How do we end this cycle 
where we think the food will give us what we want, how do we stop it? We're going to talk about that after the break. Don't go anywhere. Hello, I'm Donato Russo, and I am the Ranting Weight Watcher. I wrote an affirmation. It's called the Ranter's Creed. I dedicate that affirmation to all of you who are watching. Nothing can stand in your way because you are an unstoppable force. Your challenges crumble in your presence because you are so strong. Your insecurities no longer have power over your life because you are so confident. Your mistakes are your choices and you are okay with this because you are so intelligent. The mirror and the scale no longer haunt you because you are so beautiful. You can face any circumstance with unwavering support because you are so loved. The demons of your past can no longer torment you because you love yourself. All things are possible as long as you believe because God is on your side. You will achieve all of your goals, not if, but when, because you have no boundaries. You are the champion of your story because you do whatever it takes to win. No one can take what you've done away from you because you are the author and the hero of your story. Arise, champion. The victory is yours. Because you are enough. sad thing about this topic or this idea is it's fueled by an all or nothing mentality you have people who need to get healthy believe 
that they have to give up everything to gain the, the healthy lifestyle. This is one of the most frustrating ideologies of them all. Of, of, all the, of all the things you could think when you're trying to get healthy, this all-or-nothing mentality is the one thing that will cause you to stumble more than any other, but it's the one thing you believe is necessary. And the whole thing that's so, so frustrating is you can't make anyone see you could, I could talk till I'm blue in the face here. I could talk until my voice doesn't work anymore. None of it matters unless you actually can see and believe it for yourself. Because everything we talked about in the first segment, whatever the transgression is, whatever caused you to stumble, it's not what makes you a failure. Even if you have the mentality of, oh, I blew it, so screw it, and you make a whole bunch of mess of other, other mistakes, other unhealthy choices after the first one. Let's say you go on a weekend-long binge. You, you, make, you slip up on Friday night, and you go binging all weekend. And you get to Sunday night, and you feel sick to your stomach, and you, you want to vomit, and you're disgusted with yourself. This feeling of being disgusted with yourself isn't motivation to keep going. It's the gasoline to keep the cycle going. Because all it really does is put you in a, in a self-deprecating mood where you're beating yourself up, then you get yourself low enough to that you make that declaration. I am never going to make this mistake again. And you start to do well. And then you're back to blowing it. And then you make a bunch of other choices and here you are back at the top of the cycle again. But no one, hardly anyone ever realizes this because they still have this daydream this pipe dream in their head that they have to be perfect in order to succeed why does one slip up make you a failure i don't think it makes you a failure In fact, the only difference between people who slip up and think they are a failure for it and the people who are succeeding is the people who are succeeding don't believe that makes them a failure. They know that the only thing that truly makes them a failure is quitting. And the other side of it will fail, I don't know, one, two, three times, see themselves as such a disgusting failure and then quit. But they don't ever see the quitting part of it as the fail. They just get so sick of, fa- uh, of stumbling that they'd rather quit than see that if they did it one more time, maybe they would succeed. Maybe this is the time. That's the difference. That's the difference to people for people who succeed 
Stumbling once is stumbling once. They get up and they move forward. Because what you did last night doesn't matter today anymore. It may matter on one week scale result. It won't matter on any future one. And if you're doing for this for your rest of your life, if you truly want a healthy lifestyle, there is no end anyway. And if there is no end, what is the real failure? What is the real failure? Quitting is the real failure. It's the only way to truly fail is to quit. Now, if you're in a cycle, if, in, if you're dealing with this mentality where I blew it, so screw it. Oh, I'll start again Monday. Forget about starting Monday. Start the minute you finish the screw up. There are plenty of meals between whenever you screw up and Monday. There's no reason to turn them all into one big mess up. If you eat three times a day, that's 21 meals in a week. So you blow up, you blow one meal on a Friday night. That means the next six meals should also be blown because you blew Monday night, Friday night's meal and it's got to wait till Monday to start over again. Do you, do you understand how ludicrous that sounds? That's like striking out at the plate and then making sure that the next six times you're at the plate, you strike out on purpose. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? Hey, think with flying fish. The only way to truly succeed in any of this is to stop seeing these little blunders as failure. To stop believing that these little blunders are what actually define you. Because none of it defines you. None of it. It's a stupid mentality. It's the mentality of you who's judging yourself. And if you've been doing that all your life up to this point, where has it gotten you so far? And why do you continue to do it? People always say, oh, you're so disciplined. You're the most, you're, you're, you're the most determined person, the most disciplined person I've ever met. How do you think that happens? How do you think you become? Do you think you're born with determination? Do you think you're born with discipline? No, you create it. You create it by keep on going no matter how stupid it looks that for you to keep going. You create it by always continuing no matter how many times you trip up. And the world might think you're a fool because you keep doing the same things over and over again and you keep tripping up in the exact same spot over and over again. But you know what? If you trip up 10 times, you better get up and do it again on the 11th. Because the 11th time might be the one time you don't trip up. And if you don't get up from the 10th, what does all the other attempts matter if you were going to quit anyway? That's the true failure. Quitting is the true failure. Perfection is a pipe dream. 
it's not necessary to succeed. This all or nothing mentality only trips you up further. It only makes you feel worse. You will never learn from an all or nothing mentality. You're trying to drive a straight line when you're on a curvy road. Eventually, you're going to crash. The road is not going to straighten out for you. But if you can learn to drive with the curves and follow the road however it goes, you're going to find success. I cannot make you see this. You have to see it for yourself. Having a piece of cake when you didn't want to doesn't make you a failure. And even following that same piece of cake with the cookies, pie, ice cream, and whatever else might be on the table and the same sitting doesn't make you a failure either. The only thing that makes you a failure is quitting. Why do people quit? They quit because they can't face the fact that they failed again. And in reality, all failure is really doing, every time you trip up, every time you mess it up, all that situation is really doing is teaching you what you shouldn't do. The fact that you believe that the cake caused you to go off the rails, that's another saying that makes me insane. Oh, I went off the rails this weekend. Oh, I went off the rails last night. Because it sets your mindset in a way that there's no saving it. What if you went off the rails at breakfast? Does that mean lunch and dinner need to follow? Who in their right mind believes that? If you caused your problem at breakfast, lunch and dinner just need to follow? You can't make a correction? You can't move forward? We are imperfect people living in an imperfect world. But somehow, you have told yourself in your mind, in order to live a healthy lifestyle, you have to be perfect. Makes zero sense. Zero. And until you realize it. Until you can see that everything and everybody, anybody who looks perfect to you, anybody who presents their journey as perfect is lying. Is lying to you. If all you ever hear about from the people around you are their losses, they're lying to you. Because nobody loses weight in a straight line down. Nobody. I don't care who you are. Nobody loses weight in a straight line down. There's going to be all kinds of bumps, all kinds of trip-ups. It's one big roller coaster ride. And if somebody's trying to present it like everything's perfect all of the time, they're lying to you. But the thing is, 
Perfection is not what makes you successful. Going in spite of imperfection is what makes you successful. You will never achieve perfection. Neither will any of us. Nobody. And you don't need to. You can strive for it. But when you fail and you fall short, it cannot cause huge problems in your life. Your emotions toward failure must change in order to achieve achieve success. Your emotions toward food must change in order to achieve success. Your emotions are part of the problem. And you've chosen food to medicate your emotions. That's how the I blew it so screw it mentality works. It's based in emotion. Because at some point when you realize you blew it, something tells you you're a failure at that moment. So let's say it's breakfast. And it's Saturday. Well, I blew it. Might as well go crazy for the rest of the day. Matter of fact, let's take all of tomorrow too. We'll just start it up on Monday. You just blew five meals because of one. Five meals. Even if the one meal was so bad, it caused you to go over your planned allowance for the day. Your second two meals do not have to make the problem worse. They don't have to be perfect either. You have to know that you're given a healthy eating zone on purpose. You're given a healthy eating zone on purpose. You're given a range between a low end of points and a high end of points. And as long as you fall within that range, you're within the healthy eating zone. And one day above it does not ruin the entirety of the journey, nor does it ruin the week, nor does it ruin anything else unless you allow it to. Everything you feel you allow yourself to feel. I can't stop you. Neither can anybody else you know. Just know that whatever you feel about yourself, you alone feel that. And you alone are the only one that can break that feeling. You alone have to see 
that it's nowhere near as bad as you believe it to be because it didn't go your way. And this is why I'm always pushing consistency. Because being consistent in the work you put in makes the scale result less valuable. It has less of a hold. If you have confidence that you're applying the rules and parameters of whatever system you're in and you're doing it with consistency and accuracy, one bad scale result here and there is not going to affect you anymore because your confidence is in what you do. I need you to see this. This is the key to success. Realizing you don't have to be perfect to get to your goal is the key to success. Nobody's perfect. It is an impossibility until you see it and until you realize it's true. I can't help you. If you never listened to another episode of the Ranting Weight Watcher, and this is the last time you ever hear my voice, I want you to remember this on your deathbed. Perfection is not what's required to achieve all of your goals. There is only one thing required in order for you to achieve whatever your goals are in this world. And that one thing, that one thing is consistency. Consistency in the core values of whatever the system you've chosen are in. If you don't like the core values, choose another system. If you don't know the core values, learn the core values and then become consistent in those core values because they are core values for a reason. It is a recipe for success in the system you've chosen. Do not be the man that gets on the bike and says, I'm only gonna ride this bike with my left foot because all you're gonna do is fall on your face and then blame the system. Use all the tools you have. Consistency is required in all of the core values of the plan. You know, people say I'm insane with this consistency stuff, but you know what? Insanity and greatness. They're next door neighbors that borrow each other's sugar. And you may call me insane, but I say I'm on my way to greatness. And my obsession with consistency is what's gonna get me there. And it'll get you there too, if you get your head on straight and get in this game and do it the right way. Whatever you're not doing, you know exactly what that is. Whatever you're supposed to be doing, you know exactly what that is too. Do it 
and do it with consistency and do it with 97% accuracy. You don't need to be perfect. Just get to the 90th percentile and you will be successful in whatever you do. No more playing around. No more games. It's time to get serious. Like your life depends on it and like the lives of everyone around you depends on it. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.